Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Star Road Podcast. A very special episode, actually, Tyler. Because we're we have marking, a lot of shit going on. We're marking a, an arrival of something that has been a long time coming. We are. I mean, I don't know if you want to hold on to that. It'll uh, be in the. It'll be in the uh, one of the titles, I'm sure. So we can we can we can get it out of the way. Yeah, uh, I got my Steam Deck. About time. What took you so long? <laughs> I don't know, man. I tell you what. Last episode, though, you said that was man, that was big brain. It was so funny because you were like, uh, you were like, oh man, it's got to be any day now. Next day, I wake up. Next day, because we record Your Steam on Sundays. Deck is ready. We record on Sundays, and you always they always send out the emails on Monday. And this. Beauty arrives. It's real. And it's been amazing. And we're going to do a lot of talking today about it. Yeah, we'll get into it. We'll talk about all aspects of it. We're going to do a full review now that I've had mine for a couple months. Sterling's had his for a couple weeks, um, but has probably got a couple months worth of average person gaming in on it in that couple weeks. I've gotten a good bit in, but I'll tell you what, some of the releases we're talking about in the news today... Uh, are not on Steam. Are not on Steam and have definitely also been taken some time. Yeah, absolutely. Too uh, much so excitement for for us these days, man. It's a lot. Uh, but today's discussion, we are going to be reviewing the Steam Deck. Tyler and I, uh, we got the same model, the two fifty six. Yep. Cozy in the middle. Yep. Uh, kind of glad we did because it seems like those times the expected availability on the higher on the five twelve. Yeah. Oh man. They're talking. You would not have yours yet, nor and, I might not even year. have mine yet. Yeah. And also, same thing for the 64. Oh, really? Yeah. I feel like I, I was happy to go middle of the road, but we'll get into all this. We'll talk more in depth about the process and everything with the review. Yeah. We're also doing a collaborative top 10 mm-hmm. on just Steam Deck games so far. Games yep. on the deck. Uh, Purely, purely opinionated, not a, not meant to be authoritative this time. But no, uh, and it's definitely not based off of performance. A lot of mine, you know, some of it is novelty because the, we're going to get into it. This is a lot of games we've never had handheld, very handheld. Uh, we're going to get into it. Yep. Uh, but how about we start the news off with some sports talk, Tyler? I mean, we always have to do it. Sports has been kind of a, not professional sports, but gaming sports. Mario sports, uh, Mario primarily. sports, Nintendo sports, you know. Mm-hmm. Big part of the podcast, so I think it's only appropriate that we get into some of that. Let's do it. Uh, so we got updates on more than one of these games, Tyler. Uh, the first being Mario Strikers Battle League. FC Star Road. We've been slacking yeah. on this game. We have, but... To see an update like this, it's the type of thing that, you know, it, the, the game might come and go. This type of shit pulls you back on. Yep. Uh, because we got two characters. Just first off, we got Daisy and Shy Guy. Everybody was bitching about where's Daisy, where's Daisy. That was like a meme at this point. Mm-hmm. Uh, so here comes Daisy. And Shy Guy is always welcome on the sports titles. I mean... That goes Shy guys, saying. Shy Guy's stats actually fit in with, with my play style very well, so I could see myself utilizing him quite a lot. Yeah, I could see Shy Guy being kind of similar to Boo. 
Well, I, like in other games, yeah. Like, um, but in this game, Waluigi definitely like the the high technique, like good, and then good yeah. all around build. That, that's where I'm at for sure. So happy to see another character in that style. Happy to see characters. That's definitely. the thing. Uh, I, I, looking forward to trying out Daisy as a swap out for our Peach or Rosalina. See how it goes. Definitely. Uh, we also got the Desert Ruin Stadium added. This looks nice. Definitely. They're always, I mean, I expect the content they come out with as far as cosmetic for the game to look better after the game's launch. Because I feel like, you know, they've got a little bit of free time. They're not crunching for a release. They're probably putting a little extra effort into whatever post-game content comes out, if I had to guess. Certainly when it comes to Super Rush, we saw some of the best courses, I would say most of the best courses, as these free updates. Yeah, you know, we were talking about the character thing, and I think we did get, like, Wiggler. Wiggler and Shy Guy. And King Babam, or did we start off with King Babam? I don't remember, but I, I feel like we got two waves of two characters, maybe. Mm-hmm. And I, f- I could see the same thing happening at least, may- hopefully more. In golf, you're only one character at a time. In, in Super, or in, uh, excuse me, Battle League, you're four characters at a time. So you would want to see more characters available. Uh, a la, I mean, if, I, if you had a cast even resembling the size of Mario Kart 8, excluding other franchises even, I would I would be immensely happy with that because right oh, now yeah you certainly do run into 4v4 of very similar characters quite often in this game just it's because something that it's been mentioned by people i've seen yeah the pool is pretty limited but adding two characters certainly helps and any more obviously it's going to be increasing returns in that way i think this almost guarantees that we'll see more i hope so they, they came pretty quickly with this one so yep uh, oh, we also got the night gear set. Always cool to see a gear set. Um, and this was what you wanted. more Like different distribution of pluses and minuses and different attributes. Exactly. So the, the more gear sets they release, the more versatile the builds are going to be. That's just going to enhance the gameplay. Yep. Because, uh, you know, like I said, there was a lot of pluses and minuses I would have liked to have seen. Uh, they come out with gear sets every now and then with the update. They're going to eventually go full circle and have every possible combination tailored to you. For every know. character, yeah. Uh, there's a lot of other patch notes on that. You know, we don't have to go through all of that, but they did make some, you know, adjustments to the game as they tend to do for Balancing most games. Balancing changes and stuff like that. Yeah, so definitely looking forward to playing some more of that. Yeah, that's going to happen soon. We already talked about it. Definitely. Uh, Switch Sports, Nintendo mm-hmm. Switch Sports, 1.2.0 is now live. Now, you know I play Nintendo Switch Sports a lot, my brother. Almost every day, or at least yeah. for a while. Yep, bowling every day, whether it be solo, most of the time me and my girl play. Uh, unlocking the items every week. Uh, the newest one is the, the, it's like a soccer set, soccer ball set, and it, it, you literally have a skin where you're a soccer ball. It kind of looks like Ball Guy from Pokemon. Nice. Uh, from Sword and Shield. Uh, but this update, it came with a couple things. Now, one thing it came with uh, for the soccer, you can now play online using the leg strap. That wasn't a thing before. Yeah, I, I did hear about that, yeah. And I feel terrible because I have two leg straps, one that came with Ring Fit, 
and one that came with my box copy of this. Still haven't tried the soccer with the leg strap. I need to know how it actually works. I, I'm going to need you to try that out for science. Yeah, I am definitely going to try that out. I meant to before. I'll, I'll tell you what, though. Uh, ring fit is a good indicator of this being pretty successful because ring fit operates so well i know that's got the ring but it does have the leg strap Mm -hmm. also and it's a big part of the game so yeah uh if it's as responsive on here which i assume it would be that should be pretty pretty interesting yeah be interested to hear Uh, about that a lot more friendly additions here as far as playing with friends uh you know like queuing up with each other which is something we lamented about before it it, i think they might have made a few solutions here that make it a bit easier awesome uh, I'd be, you know, that's one of the things, sorry to interrupt. That's one of the no, things that's no. actually kept me from playing the game is you can't queue rank together. So like I can't get in a queue with you ranked or I couldn't before. Um, it would just be us versus computers. Yeah. But now you can actually make a room with an ID and you can just go put the ID in. Sounds nice. Uh, so that way, and it also, you don't have to be friends. I think, uh, you could play with mm. pe- people who aren't your friends, anyone who has the the room code, cool. you know, the ID. Uh, the only other thing was they added S rank and infinite rank or infinity oh. rank is what they're referring to. Uh, so now I've been sitting at gold A, you know, for a while. Uh, time to push it forward and get my S and my infinity on bowling. For the ultimate flex. Yeah, it's so funny. I've had to, I haven't done any runs really. Um since I was doing the runs, I kind of been playing casually. Uh, Be interested got, to see. I know you were t- you were probably what you're getting into here. Uh, yeah, the, the physics update. Yep. Uh, so I'm going to be working on Infinity Rank. Is all that that was. Mm-hmm. Uh, but at the same time, I have other goals as far as the bowling goes. You know, speed run times. If I decide to do some runs anytime soon, uh, bowling got. A bit of a patch here. Uh, adjusted how the pins fall. So it, apparently it's now slightly harder for the pins to fall when bowling straight, but slightly easier for the pins to fall when bowling with the curve. Interesting. Now, when I was doing the runs towards the end, when I got the time, a uh, couple of people have been making some waves. I'm sitting at six now. Still ahead of Shockwave, but just two slots lower, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, but a couple of people have come in. With the same approach I had, the setup list, you know, just where you're standing, perfect amount of hook, do that nine times and gut it twice, basically, right? Uh, so I got used to hooking into the pocket. So honestly, I think that this update might have even been in my favor. Okay, that's interesting. I've been, I mean, yeah, yesterday I, my girl and I were playing and I, a couple times I thought I was about to throw a 300. And I think that's because I got so used to putting hook on my ball and, you know, it's going to, that's good because that update, it kind of rewards the more skill intensive strategy. And that's what you want. Totally. Instead of going straight at the pocket, you know, with no adjustment, you just, that's what I do, uh, which is the the average approach. But now this kind of makes you implement the hook and you don't have to be hooking all the way from the left side of the lane over to the right and pocket. You know, it, it doesn't want you to. Uh, imitate pro bowling but at the same time if you throw any type of hook on it they're making it to where that rewards you yeah but nice i like the fact that uh it's not like it's a big noticeable thing it's not like all bowling's ruined the physics are totally different or anything like that i I got back on it's a good change yeah i was having a great time with it 
so yeah, d- definitely be interested to do some runs, see if the patch might even be in my favor. Who knows? I might even get some better times just off of the the pin action I get from the hooking. Yeah, uh, I, would, pin, I would believe that. Uh, this, and then, like I said, for the other one, there's some other patch notes on here. Uh, feel free to go through them. Uh, but it's just nice to see free updates for these games uh, and Switch Sports in specific. We're waiting on our golf update. So seeing them come out with an update is very optimistic. We're going to be seeing our golf one this year. Yep. Uh, I did run through and get my Waluigi costume. Today is the very last day to do that. As did I. And I'm very happy that I've done so because it was so nice seeing uh, Waluigi pop on the screen. And the, the, thinking about the things you take for granted, these these classic outfits. Yeah, I could see somebody being like, "What's so special about it?" Totally. You know, well, what's the big deal? But at the same time, if it's not available to select, then it's a big deal. So, yeah, it'd be cool. We'll be seeing, I guess, in the next three four days, what the next month is. Tomorrow should be. Yeah, I think they usually have like, I don't know if they do it right at the rollover. Oh no, I, maybe I they thought do. they did. Uh, I guess we'll see. But anyway, glad we'll we have got that, that on the next podcast for sure. And probably since we're going to log in and check, we'll probably just go ahead and get it, <laughs> to be honest. I don't want to wait until the last yeah. minute again. Yeah, I don't want to do that either. Uh, but keeping the sports rolling, Mario Kart 8 Deluxe, we've been waiting on Wave 2. Finally got it announced. Finally got it. Out of the it. blue the other day. I was expecting this any minute, to be honest well, with they, you. Well, there was a lot of talk about this swirling around E3 time or what would have been E3 time that they were going to announce more for this during their direct or that never really happened. So um happy to finally get some updates on this. We kind of been wondering where the next, the next round was going to be. Yeah, and it looks like uh, August 4th is that date. Yep. So four four days from today. Very excited for that. So we got two more cups as promised, Tyler. Yep. Do you have we the got, uh, course list? I sure do. So we got the Turnip Cup. Mm-hmm. New York Minute from Tour. Yep. Not familiar with the stage. Haven't it looks played nice Tour though, a whole from lot. the trailer. Definitely. All of them. I mean, all of them look fantastic. Uh, Super Nintendo Mario Circuit 3. Love to see this one. Always going to love the colored block Super Nintendo reworks. Love, love, just, uh, just so now good. Th- this next one is, this is, uh, this is very special to, to this podcast and to us. Waluigi Pinball from DS. I, I knew you were going to pop off when you saw this. Anything from DS. I've said it before. But this level is is a standout from within that game. Like I'm, I mean, it's iconic. Yes, I'm familiar with it, and I never actually owned the game. I have spent countless time on this course, and I'm glad to see it back. The next one is, we could say the same for both of us, and it's yep. even more of a pop off. Calamari Desert from N64. This was the one from this announcement that had me the most hype. Yeah, you literally texted Calamari Desert along with the hype. All that needs to be said. I mean, the 64 courses, this looks great. Now, there's something interesting I want to point out about this next cup when you you go through it. I'm sure you know what it is. Or if you've watched the video, one of the courses is going to be in the booster pass before 
like for the first time, it's a tour level, but it's going to be in eight before it's in tour. Oh, I think I, I know which one you're talking about, but okay. I, is I there two tour levels about. in this last four? No, there's not. Okay, so whichever one is the only and one. From I know tour. this. Yeah, the first one we're starting off with is the one you're talking about, and that's Sydney Sprint from Tour. Yeah. yeah. So that's going to no. be in the booster pass before it ever sees. So we're basically going to get the debut of this course as part of this DLC. They called yeah, that it, out. They called that out in the trailer. It was. They said like it was. It's a tour level, but it's going to be added later. No shit. Well, it says, it, yeah, I'm looking here on Nintendo's official website. It's saying that it originated in Mario Kart Tour. So I assumed if they say originated, it already happened. I, 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 maybe, I, maybe I read it wrong in the trailer. I just remember in the trailer they were like, it's, it's debuting later in Tour. I don't know. No we'll shit. Have to, we'll have to double Either check way, on this that. looks like a Mario Sunshine course. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's a big thing in itself. I really like the vibe of this one. GBA Snowland. Oh, yeah. Anything from Super Circuit, man, I'm loving. Yep. So just give us anything from Super Circuit. Snowland's a great pick. We are, I mean, dude, we already got, um, what's the, I can't feel like an idiot for not remember the, the sky, the sky one. I feel like such an idiot. Oh, for the cloud, the cloud one. Right. It's like, my, it's like my favorite course from yeah, it's beautiful. Super Circuit. I can't believe I'm not thinking okay. of it. okay. Uh, anyway, continuing on the list, Mushroom Gorge from Wii. This one is loved by many. Yeah, I, I mean, am hyped for this one. I mean, I, I haven't played Mario Kart Wii, and I know all about this course. I've been through it watching it uh, in video-related content multiple times. Yep. Shout out to Summoning Salt. Yep, I'm excited to finally play it because it, uh, we, we know it's a great course. We know it's a great course. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. This uh, Sky High Sunday is the one they're debuting. Okay. By the okay. Way. All right. And it's actually a pretty cool looking course. That's, that's what it was. Yeah. The Sunday. Yeah. 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 They go through with this, uh, you know, this Kirby sweets everywhere type of thing, and usually it's successful. They, they've done it in Mario Kart before. Yeah, I, I was pretty hyped to see that. So that course is debuting as part of this DLC. Yep. Okay. Awesome. I knew I wasn't crazy. You were not crazy. So that's cool. Sky we're getting bra- a brand new course as Definitely. part of this DLC. I don't think this is the last time they're going to do that either. No, man. I'm, I'm so serious. I really feel like this is backfilling the course list for the next installment of Mario Kart. Like, if you have this DLC, whenever they come out with the next game, you're already going to have access to these courses for having it. I feel so, it feels so transparent to me that that's what's going on. Either that or they're not planning on making another Mario Kart for a very long time, which I hope is not the case. I could see Mario Kart itself turning into some type of monthly subscription thing like World of Warcraft. Do you think they just merge it with Tour and they make it into one massive like thing? I don't even know, dude. I mean, it, Mario Kart 8 Deluxe is becoming such a monster. It's just really hard to just move on from it. It's really weird. It's really so weird it's, that they... Yeah. Almost more so than with Smash Ultimate. Because this came out way before Smash Ultimate, but it's like lifespan of content. We've still got like 
two years left of content for yeah. it. Yep. So we're get, we're I mean we're almost guaranteed to not get a new Mario Kart in the next two years. I think what's going to happen is towards the end of <clears throat> towards the end of these releases is when we're going to see them start talking about another game, and they're going to just also throw in oh everything from the booster pass is included with this game from the start if you have it. It's interesting. I wonder if it would be for Switch. It makes you wonder what the form factor is going to be for their distribution. I think it's. I think it'll be the next, the next iteration of the console before we see another cart game. Yeah, you just have to wonder what that iteration is going to be. The Switch is so wildly popular, and I don't think that they're going to move away from their current, like infrastructure of the online for very long because they're building everything into this switch online like library. So they're not going to just like build up this entire ecosystem and then just flush it the next console. I think all everything that they're doing is going to integrate into the next iteration, just like Sony's done, just like Microsoft has done everything that's PS4, everything that's Xbox one integrates pretty well with PS5 and Series X. And I see Nintendo doing the same thing, whether it's the Switch 2, whether it's the swap, you know, whether it's the something totally different we've never even thought of that's going to blow our mind. And they brought Reggie in to, you know, lead the charge on the next thing. Like it's going to have some special mechanic and the next Mario Kart's going to be the first way that they show that off. I love when you talk because it usually brings my brain to places uh, it might not have gone. But you got to wonder. I think about this stuff a lot. <laughs> uh, you got to wonder if the Steam Deck and Nintendo would ever make this Star Road other dimensional merge of some sort like a game pass nintendo game pass on steam deck just because we're talking different here right because we're kind of like in a handheld market now they haven't done anything like this uh i feel like nintendo's all i'm just speculating but nintendo's always been like if you want to play our games you're going to purchase our hardware i don't I'm, see that changing anytime i don't soon. see that changing either of course, I'm just sitting here. What if, what if, you know, it's interesting talk. But at the end of the day, I don't see them making it to where you can play their games without the hardware, uh, the hardware. But at the same time, things do exist like Mario Kart Tour and Super Mario Run. It's different, though. I know it's mobile games, but we um, haven't really seen much on non Nintendo hardware from from Nintendo IPs is is. Is the new Rabbids game going to be on other systems? You know, I wondered the same thing since it's Ubisoft. I can't remember. I'm sure that we can look it up, but I don't actually remember. I, I feel like it is. I feel like I saw that it was going to be on Xbox, but maybe not. Wouldn't shock me, but I mean, just seeing Mario in a game on Xbox is weird. It is weird, but maybe not. I don't know. I don't see it, but I, I it's agree only weird with you. because we haven't seen it. That's the thing about it. It's not, it's not like inherently weird. I do see the Game Pass, like the Xbox Game Pass, being fully integrated onto Steam Deck at some point. That I could see. Or maybe not integrated, but it's not really playable right now. Um, so I could see them finding a way to support it. 
And honestly, I mean, if you could pay, if you could just pay for the Game Pass uh, and just, you know, have access to those games on the deck, which seems to be uh, where we're either at and I'm not aware of it or where we're going pretty soon. I don't think I don't think Game Pass really works on Steam Deck right now in, in the same way that it does on PC. That'd be nice if it did, though. What I mean is it might entice me to purchase the, the service, you know, definitely. I mean, for sure. Yeah, <clears throat> I was already somewhat enticed when they added Age of Empires 4, but I went ahead and just bought that separately. Um, yeah, Age of Empires 4, man. You've been enjoying that? I haven't played it too much since we last talked about it, but it's really nice. It's like they it's like they took a look instead of instead of a totally new mechanical game like they did with 3, they said, "Okay, let's take what is good about 2." make it better, fix some of the things that aren't great, and there we go, and modernize it. And that's what 4 is. It's really a lot like 2, which is good, because 2 is like, I mean, it you is know, good. It's, it's, it's been a competitively viable game for 20-plus um, years, 23 years, 22 years. So, yeah. That's, a, that's pretty serious. We've got... Uh I'm glad you've been enjoying it. I'm glad to hear it's true to two and it kind of, you know, because if I enjoyed two, so I mean. Yeah. I'd you would feel right at home on four. On you would feel right at home on four. I think you I would. Get, playing something like Civ, which I know you've been into. Yeah. And um, playing two in the past, you would pick it up immediately. Yeah, I'm going to have to see what's up with that, especially with the deck. The cat's out the bag, bro. We both got the decks. I don't know. I, I'm, I haven't tried playing four on the deck much it's uh it would take some getting used to to feel like i could do it well yeah i mean i feel that with the with the mouse controls and whatnot it's pretty tough it's pretty tough but i you would just have to get used to it yeah we have a collection coming out that i'm wondering if you're as interested in this as i am uh but the teenage mutant ninja turtle kawabunga collection I remember loving the uh, the arcade TMNT games. I'm assuming that's what's in this. That and like the Super Nintendo stuff. 13 titles in this. Oh, wow. So I love those beat-em-up games, but I don't... How much is the collection? Do we have a price on it? Uh, I didn't get a price down, but I could, I could look for that here for you. No, no, it's fine. I was just saying, I don't know if I'd be willing to pay much for it just because i don't see myself finding the time unfortunately it is cool that this is available though these yeah, games are the, beloved on the fly um i would say it's probably going to be like 40 just if i had to take a guess that's uh that's probably about 30 25 more than i would be likely to pay but that's in line with some of these Mega Man collections that you see that have that many games in it yeah, but they got some very interesting stuff in here. Uh, one of them, Tournament Fighters. That's a very rare NES game. And it's basically like a Ninja Turtles Mortal Kombat situation. Cool. You know, like a fight, like a, a TMNT like a fighting game. Like a heads-up fighting game, yeah. Yep. Nice. Uh, so they have Tournament Fighters for NES, Sega Genesis, and Super Nintendo. Uh, I don't know how rare they are on other systems. I think it might be a later game in the NES's life cycle. Makes for sense. For sure. 93. Um, but also Turtles in Time. I mean, that's a Super Nintendo classic. One of my favorites of all time, man. Great to yep. see that on there. Yeah, I know. I, I feel like you'd pick this up just for that. 
problem is <clears throat> we'll be talking about the Steam Deck pretty soon. And, and uh, there's another Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles game that's really got my attention. That's Shredder's Revenge. Mm-hmm. I really feel like that's going to be the next game I pick up. I'm glad that I was waiting. I was like, I'm going to see what kind of sale comes up, you know, whatever on the uh, eShop. Mm-hmm. But then my Steam Deck came in. That's probably going to be the first game I purchase after the deck came in is going to be Shredder's Revenge because that looks like a fantastic. So you haven't done a bunch of game purchasing up. on the deck yet. You've been trying to play what you have. N- haven't purchased a single thing since I got my Steam Deck, and that speaks a lot to us having these libraries available already. Yeah, just totally. That's a testament box. to the Steam Deck and how good it is because I haven't bought. I mean, I've had it for two, three months, and I have not bought more than a small handful of games in that haven't time. Bought, haven't bought a single game, man. Haven't even gotten to go through and play everything I wanted to play on. I've got like almost 200 games, so it's, you know. Yeah. Uh, we're going to get into that, though. It's a lot. Of, it's very interesting going through your library and launching things. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we had also an announcement for the NES Online, Super Nintendo Online. Uh, a couple games added and a very friendly face involved in that. Uh, being Kirby, Kirby's Avalanche from the Super Nintendo is now on the Switch Online. Now, this game really reminds me of Wario's Woods. I haven't played it before, but looking at the presentation, the graphics, it really reminds me of Wario's Woods on Super Nintendo. And that that hits me hard. Uh, Fighter's History. Mm-hmm. This, this looks like a Data East fighter, like an old Street Fighter. I mean, I'm with it. Any any of these old Street Fighter type games, I'm a sucker for. I like fighting games, so uh, welcome to the online catalog. Uh, the next one, this is a Japanese game. I like when they add these Japanese games. Yeah. Uh, but this is Daya Story 6, Imperial of, I'm not going to pronounce it right, Nersartia. I'm sure it's, I'm sure it's Nersartia. Uh, but this looks like a very interesting game, kind of like a side-scroller shooter. I'm into the graphical aesthetic of it. Uh, looks like a Famicom original in Japan. We love it. Uh, we're going to get better about covering these releases for the Switch Online. We haven't mm-hmm. missed a ton. I, I, I was looking back. I feel like we've talked about most of the uh, most of the major stuff, but I think t- touching on just about everything is well within our ability. Yeah, and I'll, you know, at first it was big hitter shit. When the, serv- the service first came, it was like, oh man, we got to talk about everything. Donkey Kong Country and, you know, shit like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then the Genesis stuff we might have slacked on just because they throw three Genesis games we're not familiar with. Yeah, we've been, we've been, we we've been up slacking on that it. for sure. <laughs> but I mean, maybe it, maybe it puts a special touch on it that we're kind of picky choosy on what we cover, you know? Yeah. Uh, it's and it's a July game update. So have they been doing the monthly? Or because I don't feel like month. they've. I don't feel like it's every month. I, I could be wrong. No, I don't think so. I could be wrong as well, but I I I don't feel like. I mean, we get these when they happen, right? Like we yeah. we know when these are going on, and we certainly don't Definitely. talk about it every other podcast. Mm-hmm. Uh, so two big games have come out both Fridays in the two weeks since the last podcast. Yeah. You've been overwhelmed with RPG nonsense, <laughs> not nonsense, but just like shenanigans. Yeah. The first of which live alive. That's a good looking case, man. That's a good looking oh, cover. Yeah. Can you flash that up again? 
Yeah. Nice, dude. Yeah, that looks great. Beautiful. Love the game. It's definitely going to be my, like, go-to, like, travel game as far as, like, if I'm in the car, Mm -hmm. not driving, or uh, just kind of, like, attention here and there, kind of like Triangle Strategy. You would love the combat. There's this grid-based combat, but it's not like Triangle Strategy. It's, it's, It's... it's more like you have a radius around you, and certain attacks have these odd radiuses that cover certain blocks. Almost like chess. In a way, but it still has that turn-based RPG feel. And it's mm-hmm. also got this, like, when you move a tile, like, you move a tile, it fills up, like, the action meter on your enemies. Kind of like a Loop Hero meets Final Fantasy VII type of timer i was thinking final fantasy 7 when you said that it's like final fantasy 7 if it was like loop hero in the way that when you move a tile it it it, the bar goes some but stops Mm -hmm. it'll go more when you move again interesting very pleasing i love the combat system awesome uh they put out a video i wanted to mention uh of the artist of the game doing a sketch of all the main characters from the game uh naoki ikashima fantastic art fantastic video I'm, I'm i like to see this type of content come out from nintendo around these games you like this extra kind of like when they did the making of breath of the wild mm-hmm. they didn't have to do that but that was really cool that they did totally. you know, that's a yeah. that's a must watch for anybody who's played breath of the wild uh, so live alive big success i'm hoping it does numbers man i'm hoping that uh shit like triangle strategy and octopath octopath is already regarded highly uh, but I'm hoping that these HD 2D games, you know, the, the momentum stays there. I want them yeah. to keep making them, you know. They were talking about that Dragon Quest uh, HD remake yeah. we talked about a while back. I don't think they've ever said anything else about it, but that, that had my interest, you know. Totally. I'm a sucker for the shit. Uh, but the Friday following on the 29th, Xenoblade Chronicles 3. I haven't gotten to play a shit ton of it yet, but I've gotten through into the introduction, started the story. This thing starts with a shotgun blast, bro. I mean, this is just right, right in. You got to love that. Oh, yeah. It, it, coming off of two, which starts so casually and so peacefully and you kind of just at your home, you're in home, you know, and you're in your local market and everything's just, you know pretty laid back this is like you are straight in, in the middle of war when yeah. you start nice. love it dude uh i could go on and on about the themes of this game just already being so heavy uh it's just crazy i have like these like two sides fighting and then they have you know like these titans that are absorbing the life from the dying soldiers like you can see the red souls basically just like wow. coming yeah. out of the bodies and going into the war machines and their the death is fueling the war machines dude it's just insane i feel like they've they've gotten so serious Xenoblade chronicles 2 was serious you know and they've always got these big threats and serious themes but with this man they're really starting it off showing death occurring and uh you know just it all being about death, really. And I love that, you know. It's, yeah. it's a re- it seems like a really dark game already. So I'm looking forward to playing the fuck out of it and yeah. having more to say about it, man. Awesome. An interesting thing I wanted to point out, I did get the standard edition because at this point, the special was very uh, iffy. 
if not impossible. But I got to tell you something interesting, Tyler. Uh, I went to the page before, you know, it was actually going to come from Amazon and it was a done deal just to see because I wanted the special edition. And uh, it said available July 29th. That's what it said for the special edition. Like it's going to be available on the store that day. Because obviously I'm thinking, oh, should I get the game? Should I purchase it on the day to yeah, get the special? Yeah, is it worth it to wait a week to get a special if you can confirm that it's going to happen or whatever? So happy I said, fuck it. I'm, I'm going to get the standard edition through page Amazon. Page is gone. Because guess what? The page is gone. You Hate got Wario. Wario standing there flexing. Sorry, can't find the page. Doesn't exist. Don't know what you're talking about. What special, what special edition? edition? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's wild. So, so then, yeah, uh, I don't know if maybe we talked about this it last time. This has happened more than once now. They had a bug. Maybe we talked about it uh, where it thought everybody had purchased the one that it was one per person. And there was a bug to where it thought everybody on the store had purchased their one per person. So whenever, whenever me or anyone else would go try to purchase it, it would say limit reached. So you have no button to click. It just has a grayed out button that says limit reached only one per customer. So I kind of looked on the internet, see what people are saying. And everybody's saying, yeah, it, it thinks that I've already purchased my limit, but I didn't even get to add it to my cart. Hmm. So I don't know what and happened. And that was there. for the special edition before this issue happened. It was for the Xenoblade before it Chronicles disappeared. original. Yep. It's almost like right when it came out the gate, it was immediately fucked. And hmm. now it's just gone. Maybe they had the limit actually set to zero. I don't know what happened here. It was a debacle, though. Uh, yeah. it, it seems like in the UK, they have it a bit more figured out than here. Apparently, in the UK, you can like pay the difference and basically just get the other items except for the physical copy of the game. I don't know why that can't be available to any My Nintendo member. Like, hmm. it, Why can't I just drop 20, 30 bucks on the My Nintendo store and you just mail me the shit that came with the game? Yeah. I don't know, that, man. Uh, you know, I'm not trying to be pouty about it, but I just don't understand why that has to be a UK exclusive thing. The Nintendo Online like options. I mean, we've talked at length about the N64 controller. You know, yeah. What can you say about it other than it? it it's thing, never. It's never gonna be able to like they. They clearly don't have it down pat yet when it comes to that that side of the business. To be honest. No. That they, they really don't. Uh, sometimes, it, it, you know, it's a bit frustrating. It's funny because I actually have some cool shit to show for the uh, gaming and pickups today from the My Nintendo store. But at the same time, some of these things could be available on that platform. Like, you know what I mean? I don't understand yeah. why they can't just... The same front end you used yeah. for the redemption of points and the, the member exclusive stuff. Just put the special edition there. Yeah, I don't know. But it seems like this has happened for more than one thing now as far as the special edition being it, uh, incomprehensible, right? Like there's been a couple SEs that you were going to get that never really materialized in that way. If I remember correctly, yeah, for yeah, a few yeah. games. I think Metroid Dread was one I was kind of waiting for. I think the that's what I was thing. thinking of, yeah. Yeah, I really wanted a special edition for that. And uh, it was on Amazon just constantly... Never. Not in stock. Yeah. Look, look at your email for updates. Never happened. Uh, I saw people mentioning in talks of the Xenoblade Chronicles 3 thing, talking about the Metroid Dread one, how they have people um, 
one person made a comment, so I don't want this to be taken as complete and utter fact, but somebody said something like, yeah, the scalpers that did get a hold of Dread uh, Special Editions, you know, they can't sell them, so now you can actually get it cheaper than it was retail. Uh, hmm. Sounds odd, but I did see it mentioned, so, you know, that's a game to think about in the talks, you know, one that almost didn't materialize, kind of like you said. Well, we'll have more about Live Alive and Xenoblade in the future. Oh, yeah. For sure. I started off I started off clean run prehistoric era. I kinda wanted the most to get in with the most primitive era and mm-hmm. then go from there. And I'm really glad I did. I really like the prehistoric section. It's cool nice. that there's no dialogue. It's all bubbles above heads with like sprites what they're talking about mm-hmm. and what they're meaning, you know. That's yeah. really cool. Uh, so, yeah, I, I would actually recommend I don't think it's on the demo. I don't think it's one of the three routes you can take, but you should fire in with the prehistoric, man. It's pretty cool. Uh, but we have a Christmas in July follow-up segment yeah. into the gaming and pickups, kind of. Yep. Uh, where we each got a game for each other, and we were just going to kind of just mention how the games were. And yeah, I want to start. The time we've had. Go I want to start. Yeah. I got Tyler Tome. This is a game I hold in high regard. Yeah, so this was purchased with the explicit thought to be played on the Steam Deck, which, um, of course, I did. And it plays incredibly. I mean, this game has everything you want from a casual a casual game of any kind. You know, it's, it's kind of based around photography and exploring and walking around to different unique characters and trying to fulfill their requests and take photos for them to, to, you know, for various reasons. And that's really the core gameplay. There's a lot of things hidden where take, you know, taking pictures, you know, focusing on your viewfinder, putting it in first person gives you a totally different perspective on the level because it's kind of a top down view normally, but then you get first person from the view of the camera and it, it gives you a, a duality of, you know, kind of two different angles that is very satisfying to explore. And they do a lot with that. So highly recommend it. It's not very expensive. Um, It's it's a brief game, right? I I think most people beat it in somewhere four to eight hours, Um, but totally worth it. I mean, honestly, just a beautiful game. I haven't quite beaten it, but I've made it through fulfill quite a few requests and I do I do intend to to finish it out, but I definitely have made a good progress into the game in just a few sessions. So it's not it's not a marathon type game, but I definitely think that it's a game you could find yourself booting up just to relax and and just, you know, play it for fun. Definitely. I'm glad you enjoyed the game, man. Yeah. Uh, it, it's a fantastic one. I, you said a lot of the things about it that I would have expected you to say. The first person camera, th- it's just... Yeah. There's so much depth to the game, you know, with when you look around or look up or, uh, you know, just so many little quirks that make the game so appealing constantly, you know. Absolutely. Uh, I think it retails for 20 That's what I paid for when I bought it. I I think it's worth it. It may not be the longest game, but I think it is a very no, polished, very well done game. I think it's a great game for kids. I mean, that's, you know, we don't always touch on whether a game is kid totally. friendly or not because it's not something we focus on. But man, Tome is a fantastic green, uh, game for kid, a kid of any age, really. I agree. Nothing harmful there, you know. No, it's very wholesome. But 
getting into my Ronin. Ronin. I think Ronin's a fantastic game. I didn't finish it also. Uh, I beat the first two bosses. And really what stopped me was I, I realized some games on the Steam Deck have cloud saves, I guess, and some don't. Yeah. Unfortunately, Ronin didn't have the cloud save. So whenever I hopped on, on I was like, oh, I'm going to play some Ronin on the Steam Deck. It, it was forcing me to start a new game. And I was like, shit, man, I really yeah. want to load and like continue my progress, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, so that wasn't able to happen. That's unfortunate. But I did play it on the PC a good bit. And I got to tell you, it's very interesting, very fun. It's a whole new concept. I know it's not a new game. You told me it came out years ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, but take taking it from a fresh look. Oh, yeah. Uh, when you said turn-based, it was a lot different than I expected. It's a lot yeah. of physics, physics in it, you know, mm-hmm. like turn-based physics combat. Definitely. Uh, in a 2D space can get very difficult. Now, I didn't have too, too much trouble until we got, like I said, to the Yoshimitsu white armor guys. Mm. Those motherfuckers are something else. Yeah, in the later levels, you start to see a lot more of those type of enemies all in one place. Fuck them. Uh, so, yeah, like I said, man, just taking down Wise Gal and getting out of there, and that's the second boss. That was a feat to me. I mean, that mm. was difficult. So, uh, like I said, I'm kind of intimidated by the rest of the game. I'm certainly going to finish it. Uh, but if the second boss was that tough, I would consider it tough at least. Um, you know, yeah. I'm sure the rest of the game is difficult. You can upgrade You can upgrade by getting skills by all three objectives. They give you, like, side objectives, not yep. triggering the alarm, mm-hmm. um, you know, killing all the enemies in the area. Yep. Uh, you can if if you get all three of those, you can unlock a skill. But I think I might have unlocked one. I mean, it's ridiculous to demand some of those objectives. I like that though. You know, I like that I like, added I like challenge that, I like element that too. I like I that feel, too. And, I mean, you know, once you start unlocking some of that tech, I feel like it'll be easier to complete certain challenges, and you exactly, can snowball it. Uh, kind of like, um, kind of like. Sorry to interrupt. Kind of, it, it reminds me of Cuphead. Where as you unlock some of the it's it's you, you have to grind to unlock the abilities in Cuphead like it's not easy. Yeah, you they don't throw a ton of points at you. You have to be judicious with how you spin yeah. them. And, and they don't start you with a loadout at the beginning of the game either. They start correct. You, with shooter, nothing. you're going in. Yep. Yeah. So I feel like it reminds me of that where it, it kind of snowballs right as you can as you unlock these things you can do more things. Totally, bro. Uh, but I think the one that I got was the the hanging death one where you could like hang people from the ceiling. Love that. A couple sections where that was really useful. Absolutely. Very satisfying too. Going just going across the rooftop, you know what I'm saying? Just mm-hmm. literally pulling them up one by yep. one, just hang them high. And it, it, it very satisfying. And I'm, of course, the more of these you unlock, I'm sure you're going to find yourself having something like that in more than one scenario where you're like, oh, this room's easy as shit. Yep. Uh, but with that one upgrade, man, I feel like it was uh, quite a task escaping that uh, building alive. As far as other gaming and pickups stuff, um, if you didn't have any more thoughts on Ronin. Love the game. I think yeah. it's, uh, I mean, you said it was Devolver Digital. It fits right into we're the gonna, family. We're going to test out the cloud save thing. I want to test that out as well because I don't want to lose my progress. Yeah, definitely. But yeah, 
other than that, I beat New Game Plus on Triangle Strategy. I have a now Ooh. 120 hours on that save file. Um, so safe to safe to say I enjoyed the game. Um, highly recommend if you do look into the game, which, by the way, if you haven't and you have a Switch and you like RPGs, just download the demo. It's the first three just chapters. Just get the demo. Your progress carries over. There's literally no downside. I think most people, you know, have slept on this game. We've talked about that a little bit, but I am actually banging the hype drum for this game for people like to people that I know who are RPG fans who own a Switch. <laughs> um, so, yeah. Love it. Yeah. Uh, been doing that. Me and my wife finished um, Bowser's Fury. We got all 100 cat shines on that finally. I saw you were on there recently. Yep, we we cleaned that up, went through, really enjoyed the the last few challenges in that game. It, it gets hard at the end. There's quite a few things that are pretty difficult, but I like it. I love. We'll we'll do a different Mario 3D talk at another time. I don't want to get caught up with this, but I do love <laughs> the the platforming, like the challenging and creative platforming focused design of that game where they're not going heavy on theme or atmosphere or the world they're going heavy on we're going to put these fun creative levels in that you have to be in multiple ways and and we're going to make it interesting platforming instead of making it super believable you know what i mean from a story L perspective like your sunshine courses exactly exactly they're all you like know? that like those bonus yep. levels on sunshine 100 percent and, but and that's there what is, we love. We've always loved it. So I really hope they go that way with some, in some way, I hope they have taken that lesson for the next 3D Mario game. That's all I'm going to say. I think they will. I think we're going to be very pleased and very impressed with the next whatever Mario game comes out. Yeah. Um, that's pretty much what I wanted to cover on gaming and pickups. I've obviously got the Waluigi. Um, Triangle Strategy was the biggest time sink for me the last two weeks. I really wanted to grind out that new game plus. Um, so yeah, it's a game I want. It's a game I want to give some love and care to as well. Trust me, man. Always on the brain. It's addictive. It's addictive. Once I finished the new game plus, I booted up Final Fantasy X HD Remaster because oh, I was like, yeah. I need, I need a little bit of uh, RPG ness. And unfortunately, I was right at the part where you're forced to bl play Blitzball, and I was like, that's why I stopped playing this. Um, but I like playing the blitz ball though. Feels What's like wrong a, with blitz ball? It feels like a chore. It feels like a chore to me. I think it's a cool little change up from the normal Final Fantasy formula. I I I I don't think it's I don't think it's bad from a design standpoint. I just don't enjoy it that much. Yeah, I, I, I'm addicted to the combat system and the progression system in that game and I the love story. It too. I and love the, all of it, and I love the story. You know, it's it's a little silly, but I love it. So Blitzball is the one part of the game that is none of those things. But the Blitzball is part of that silliness. Are you serious? I just don't enjoy it, man. I was, but I played it's it. Okay. It was fine. I mean, it's, like, it's like not like in a mini game. It's like, who cares? It's not the it overline. It is. And I'm know. not. I, I'm, it, well, I, but I was like, I thought it was funny that when I launched my save file, I was right there. I was like, that makes sense. Um. So I <laughs> that beat is it. really funny. Yeah. Yeah. I beat it. And uh, like I beat that section. 
You're talking about like the tournament whenever you go to the tournament? Yeah. Oh, I had I had fun with that, man. It's pretty near the beginning, I know, but um, I didn't make it too far in. You were playing that on the uh, Steam Deck? No, on Switch. Oh, okay. Yeah. I had it purchased on Switch, so I figured yeah, I, 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 I had I to reinstall it, it. I had to archive some stuff and reinstall it because it's a I huge game. I have so many Final Fantasies on Steam, I forgot if I have 10 on there too. Probably. But yeah, uh, anything for you, gaming and pickup wise? Steam Deck, trying all kinds of games. We're going to be talking about that now. In the yeah. Top five, especially in the discussion. Uh, been playing a lot on there. Live Alive and Xenoblade 3. Talked no about brainers. Yep. Definitely been playing them. Uh, new Hrot content, H Rot, Legacy of the Podcast. Uh, a lot of lot of content drop. When I say a lot, I mean like two levels because I was already I had already played through the whole first episode and then the, the second episode, everything that was out. So I think he finally came out with the conclusion, which was two levels, like the uh, Granny's Valley, which is like the level going into the boss, and then the boss of episode two. So there was like eight new achievements. You know, I got to keep Rod one hundred percented. So. Yeah. Dedicated some time to that. Really enjoyed the new level. Uh, new boss was not difficult at all. That seems to be a thing, you know. Uh, Maybe you're just too good. Well, I mean, I'm not playing on the hardest difficulty either the first time I play. I'm, I always go back and amp the difficulty up after I finish a shooter, mm. you know. Makes sense. But very fun. Had a, had a good time doing that. Switch sports bowling. Haven't been doing runs, but definitely have been playing for fun. Uh, playing with my girl, uh, unlocked every classic equipment piece. I'm happy about nice. that, bro. Because uh, I don't know if you, you are familiar with the sets and all that, but the classic is like the wooden, old okay, school, yeah. kind of like, you know, dated yeah, nice. looking equipment. Uh, cool. I always bowl with the wooden, the classic bowling ball. So I kind of like gravitated to wanting all of the classic items. And it's funny because they came out with this next wave and that cleared it, dude. Uh, I, I needed like the tennis racket and that nice. was the last one. Uh, so yeah, Swiss sports bowling, RPG time, awesome content. Let's get uh, into reviewing the steam deck. We'd spent like about an hour on the news. Oh shit. We really did. Huh? Yeah. Uh, well the steam deck, there's a lot to talk about here. You got yours quite a bit before me, yeah. but Mine did come, uh, considering Q3 is what it is, I'd say it came at a decent time. You were, I mean, it was pretty much ha dead center halfway through Q3 when you actually got your email, right? It was like the 14th, 15th, or I guess it, it was, would have been this 18th because that was 13 days ago. So yeah. Yep. So and pretty I, much dead center of Q3. So you can't really, can't really ask for much better than that. Yep. And Paid for it Monday, got it Friday. So I've had it for a week and two days. You and know? the calculator we, we that we looked at, I think, said, what, the 25th for you, maybe. I think because so that that that's pretty dead on because that same calculator, I ended up getting my email about a week before the date that it said, too. So that's pretty interesting. Pretty good. Pretty good estimation there. Yeah, that's surprising, actually, because mm -hmm. uh, you told me not to take it seriously and that it was kind of like, a, you know. Yeah. And, and I don't think I don't think anyone should, because there are people who've had it be totally wrong. But I do like that that is there for people like us that are like tweaking, thinking about getting their Steam Deck. Yeah. And, and 
taking this thing out the box, Tyler. Uh, Very satisfying. Is something that you can't really convey to somebody who doesn't have the enthusiasm for it and hasn't taken it out of the box. Mm-hmm. I agree with that. It, 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 it's kind of like, it's like some Indiana Jones shit. It's just really special. You know what I mean? Yeah. This is a really special device. And it's almost like the missing, I know I sound like I'm concluding it with the intro, but I'm just trying to state uh, the importance of this thing, you Mm -hmm. know, for somebody who, people like us who've been playing on the Switch and playing on the PC and kind of like jump around with our gaming, this is the connector that makes the circle complete. Yeah. I I agree. I agree. It it makes our our Nintendo shit is portable and you could put it on screen. Yep. Now our Steam shit's portable, and you can put it on a screen. We have all the versatility in gaming we could ask for in life. Let's start uh, off with the size of it. That's the that's kind of the thing that I feel like most people don't really understand. But this thing is is truly massive, and it's hard to it's hard to comprehend by seeing it on screen exactly how big it is. It's a big boy. It's absolutely huge. It, it makes like if you have your full-size, normal-size Switch sitting next to it, I mean, it, it makes it look absolutely tiny just by comparison. The, the, the frame of this is what it is, like this camera. But like you said, man, I mean, it's like, just think about the size of that compared to a Switch, you know? It's like it's like probably 30% bigger than a Switch, just have, yeah. if I had to guess. like I mean, 30% is, is generous, yeah. Uh, it's a bulky boy. Now, we like that. I do too. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it's, it, it uses up that size very well because it's a lot of screen, it's which a lot is of good. Screen. Yep. That's what you want. And then the rest of the space is used pretty efficiently. I haven't really found myself cramping. I have heard that people with smaller hands have some issues and I could definitely see that because there's so many buttons and they're so spread out all over the whole device that if you had really small hands, I could see that being an issue. But I, I have pretty large hands, as I feel like you also yeah. do. We're not we're not card holders for the tiny hand society. No. So. Yeah, because I don't have too much of an issue. I will say, like, to hit the bottom of the two, like, reprogrammable buttons with your pinky... To me, I feel like that's a little bit of a stretch, but I also don't ever use those. Um, I don't use them either, but I mean, when I played uh, Aperture Desk Job and when I did use them, I found myself using my middle finger really? and the finger next to it, not my pinky. Interesting. I, I actually didn't know what was intended. I didn't know if pinky I don't know was either. intended, but I cut, the two fingers next to my index is my middle and the one next to it. I, those comfortably, for me, fit right onto those to where that... That's uh, interesting. I was playing a game with a with a loadout where the where I think it was Quake Two actually, where they, those were jump. Oh, and I actually was fucking around with it because I was like, this is actually really comfortable nice. pr- hit, hitting those uh, to jump because mm-hmm. you feel like you're not doing anything when you want to jump. Just twitch your middle finger. Yep, uh, and that was pretty nice actually. I was surprised by that. How have you found the? So we talked about the size. So generally, I would say we're in favor of it being larger. I think it makes a lot of sense yeah, for this. I mean, we could talk about the form factor in general with yeah. the size. I, I think the form factor of it is fantastic. The uh, the trackpads, like you said, everything is kind of arranged on it to where there's no space wasted. Definitely. Uh, 
you know, with the Switch, you could say the same, but the screen is just not as big. Uh, but I'm glad that we you don't feel like you're sacrificing any screen here. Do you find uh, yourself using the trackpads for shooter games? I know you said you thought you would, but now that you have it in hand, are you on the twin sticks or are you mixing in the, the trackpad at all? I try everything with the trackpad. I think if I turned up the sensitivity, I could probably find a happy place. I haven't really tinkered with it too much as far as that, you know. Uh, if I turned up the sensitivity, I think we could rock with that. With but the trackpad or with the sticks? With the trackpad. Now, with the sticks, it just not, naturally you start playing th- playing with the stick just to see how the basics are. Mm-hmm. Uh, now, the gyro, though, that's our happy place. That's an interesting one. There's no need, kind of like the Switch has like a reset button. Mm-hmm. Most things do, like, you know, you're playing Quake with the gyro, you can, like, hit hit a button and you yep. center back. Uh, with this, you don't really need to do that because you can just center to where you want, take your finger off the right stick. Yep. You're centered. Yep. That right there is a is a game changer for the FPS shit because I didn't even mess with the sensitivity uh, of the on gyro. anything. I just yeah. go in with the gyro as it is, you know, mm-hmm. and I feel like it's really cozy and you get this effect where you're... You could almost look all all the way around the room. You could you could be in like an AR experience. Totally. Uh, but you take your right finger off or your right thumb off. It's it stops. Yeah, I like that's that a game changer. A yeah, I think I that was a, that was a big big thing that they implemented. That is really nice. Uh, but I could see myself using the trackpads more. We talked about the dual trackpad typing. That really impressed me. Yeah, we talked about how it's uh, hard to explain what it's like but basically you have the two trackpads and each one of them is mapped to roughly half of the of the on-screen keyboard and you kind of have to you can use your your thumbs running on the trackpad to type with um but you like each one gives you control of half of the keyboard and it takes some getting used to but it allows you to type pretty pretty quickly once you get used to it I was shocked. Yeah, it takes a second to get used to it, but once I got into the the groove, I was asking myself, "How is it doing this?" Mm-hmm. It's just really, really. Once you get going, dude, it's impressive. Absolutely. Uh, to the point where I w- wouldn't be super uncomfortable if I had to type up an essay on this thing. I mean, it, it's really it doesn't seem like that daunting of a task. How have you found the sound? I know for me, I saw. Oh man. Well, so I was surprised. At how loud the fan was, but I I feel like they've used different components. Like this is what I was seeing online is that there's a couple different fans that they have used, and some of them were a little louder than others. So I think I may have got the the louder end of that. Do you find that that your fan runs extremely loud at all, or not extremely loud, but it's just noticeable? I've only noticed the sound of the fan once, and when I felt the air coming out of the vent it actually wasn't even hot mm-hmm. it was just blowing mm-hmm. mildly warm almost room temperature air but it was it's, while i was downloading gta 5 so maybe it has something to do with a massive download it's funny i find when i'm playing so i i have magic arena as a non-steam game that i can launch on there that i have to kind of upkeep and it's very finicky mm-hmm. but um i find when i'm playing that it kills the fan and it kills the battery. It's almost like the fact that it's non-steam and it's running a, a, an application like directly. 
yeah. impacts the performance. And I, and now Magic Arena is not the most optimal performing game anyway. Mm-hmm. Like it runs pretty crappy on a lot of devices. And it doesn't run bad on the Steam Deck, but it does smash the battery and it makes the fan go crazy. So I'm wondering if it's something to do like because it's not an actual Steam library game. Maybe that has something to do with it, but I haven't played Arena on on the Steam Deck in a while anyway, but it was just something that I definitely noticed. But it was the most egregious, like I said, when I was running that or even when I was running an emulator, like which you wouldn't think like running a Game Boy emulator. Mm-hmm. But I think the fact that I'm running a non Steam game like it makes the Steam like it's just not optimized in the same yeah, way. Maybe. Yeah, uh, that makes sense. The, that would definitely explain the battery use is like it's demanding more out of it than what it's used to putting out or but the actual I'm, sound quality of the speakers themselves is really really good oh the the volume on this thing and you know what's crazy is right when i got it i think they put out a patch that actually raised the volume oh really that's a really cool uh update to drop totally. to make your device louder totally that's insane to me. Bro. I almost always find myself playing on like three or four notches of volume, like less than half, and it's more than loud enough. And it's a, and it's a, a very stereo oh, sound. Yeah, it's I mean it's, it's high fidelity for sure. It is. It's impressive because you know I, we were watching something on it like the first day I got it because I was like I want to see how uh, you know how video looks on this thing and how the audio is. Mm-hmm. I mean, looking and sounding great to me, man. I mean, it's loud enough to where if you were sitting in bed, you could watch a movie on this big ass thing. Yeah, for, very if for some, comfortably. If for some reason you didn't have anywhere else to watch YouTube or a movie, like you said, this would be a perfectly yeah. fine thing to use. Yeah, if everything didn't have it on it, uh, yeah, this is definitely passable. Uh, the touch screen has definitely. Uh, I, I personally use these DigiRoot styluses for the Switch and the. Uh, Steam Deck. I would definitely advise anybody get those. Just these little fiber-tipped mm-hmm. pins for tablets, you know. And uh, I think the touchscreen on this thing is fantastic. I mean, there's a lot of a lot of games uh, where the the first person controls shockingly good with the touchscreen. Mm-hmm. I know that that sounds like some mobile game shit, mm-hmm. but every now and then I did slide my thumb over and just experiment with the aiming just to see how the touchscreen was with some games. Interesting. Some of them I found it to be very interesting. Almost like, uh, remember how the DS had that little thumb thing, that little, the little thumb plastic, the nipple, you could, the nipple. I bet I could play some FPS really good with a nipple. It goes back to, I don't know if you ever had a laptop that had a nipple, like an oh, older God. IBM laptop or something. But oh, God. I've, yeah. Brings me back to playing, if, like, you know, original Counter-Strike on Counter-Strike one Counter-Strike 1.6 with the red button. Yeah. Yep. And that's, oh, that's miserable. Yeah, miserable, but you can do it and you get good at it. It's the same kind of thing. Low, low sensitivity gang. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, but this is, we've come a long way from the fucking nipple on the IBM ThinkPad. I got to tell you that. Definitely. Uh, there's a lot of things that could be done with this. And, and uh, I'm, I know you, you told me you didn't play the Aperture Desk job. Mm-mm. That's not, it doesn't show all the features of it, but it is gr- a definite great 30 minute little showcase of the gyro and the, you know, the, everything. the programmable mm-hmm. buttons and everything, you know. Uh, th- it also alerted me that before I played it, I was like, 
this thing has to have a microphone in it because it was like Steam was just really pushing voice chatting. Mm-hmm. And I was like, that could just be, you know, assuming I Bluetooth a headset or something. But then in Aperture Desk Job, they want you to say your name mm-hmm. for like your file. And it says it back to you. And it was really funny uh, when I did it. But the mic in it, before I'd even launched uh, Aperture Desk Job, I actually put Audacity on the desktop mode. Mm-hmm. And fired an audacity, and I was like, I'm going to record and see what happens. Was shocked to record, you know, about 15 seconds of my voice. Uh, I was shocked when I saw the, the waveform mm-hmm. just first off. But whenever I listened back, I was shocked to see the quality of the audio. Uh, I had it at a reasonable distance from my face, and the, the quality of the audio was really good, man. Yeah, I'm, nice. uh, uh, I'm not saying they put some high-end mic in this thing, but I definitely am saying they put a more than competent microphone in this device. So where you could potentially voice chat with somebody without needing any sort of other I, I, supplemental I think holding, microphone. holding it like a foot and a half from my face, I think you could hear me clear as day. Same yeah. on the other end. Nice. Uh, so that's really cool, man. I mean, like you could, that brings the voice chat into a whole new level because you're not just playing your shit uh, on the go. You're also, I mean, you got voice chat on the go. You got everything on the go. Yep. Uh, and Ooh. if you don't feel like voice chatting, you can use that fancy dual trackpad keyboard we talked about. Let's, you mentioned the desktop mode. Let's talk about that because I have had my difficulties with it and I'm interested. We haven't really talked about this off the podcast much, but I'm interested to get your thoughts on using it, getting acclimated to it at the beginning, specifically how long it took you to feel like you understood what was going on on that side in general. And like what your experience with it has been, because I've, I've like, for me, I felt like it was missing some things out of the box in terms of, Controls Like I felt like it wasn't very intuitive to actually move the mouse and click on things and use the file explorer like at the base level. So I, I, oh. I, would, lo- I would love to hear what you what your experience was. I didn't have a negative one, to be honest with you. I, I'm new to Linux. I've been I've been on Windows my whole life. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm pretty limited as well. Years and years ago, I was on a on a Mac, you know, uh, OS for a short period of time. But other than that, it's been Windows my whole life. So Linux completely new to me, uh, but as far as actual actually going into desktop mode, I found the trackpad to be instantly comfortable to use as a mouse, and it's kind of like you just press it in. You know, the trackpads are buttons too, mm-hmm. um, so you just press it in like a mouse. I was just yeah. double clicking. I, mm-hmm. I kind of just thought, nah, I guess you double click with the trackpad. It felt like the natural thing to do, so I did, and it worked. And I'm like, okay, cool. Like, great to see that that's the. What I thought would have been the function is the function. Mm-hmm. So trackpad works great as a mouse uh, for your everyday, you know, needs on that. It, the way that the trackpads work is almost like they have inputs directionally. And I love that. It's variable. Like so you, you can, you have that touch, but you also have buttons. Like underneath that single touchpad, there's also like buttons. It yes. seems so. The entire, I feel like the it's it's almost like a touchscreen. Like the exactly, is. yeah, it's yeah, mapped yeah. To a grid. So I find that to be very interesting because I was comfortably doing D-pad actions just by being on the right, left, top, yeah. or bottom of the left trackpad. Absolutely, that's pretty impressive. And I haven't it feels played with a Steam controller. To do it. 
Yeah, and a lot of people have used a Steam controller and they compare it to this. Mm-hmm. I don't know if they're. I don't know how one in one they are. I I haven't owned a Steam controller or even held one to know. Um, but it's pretty. I mean, to me, it's pretty nice as far as the Linux goes. Uh, I see that you you add programs like you add applications uh, from the front end on there. Uh, I, I added some stuff, but haven't really gone into the desktop mode to do much with it. I'm, I'm getting an adapter, mm. uh, kind of like the one you have that you showed me. Uh, I'm thinking about getting the Anchor one, maybe. It was mm-hmm. recommended. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to mess with desktop mode more when I can screen it, you know? Yeah. But um, it's so cool to have it mobile and to have it functional. It really is functional. I think our consensus has been that m- most games out of the box... Either they work great or they, you know, once you find the right custom control scheme, then they work great, right? I'm so glad that this is the direction you're going in because when I, f- the first day I got the deck, I was thinking totally different than the second day I had it. Because day one, I said, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to focus on the games under great on deck. You know, just. Mm-hmm. First thought. So, yeah. I, so, out of my almost 200 games, 50 of them are yeah. great on deck. So, I put those on, start dabbling with those. Uh, you know, you had mentioned how finicky some of the games that aren't supported are. At but times. I, yeah. You had just mentioned on a couple instances with some. Mm-hmm. But uh, the more I would launch things, the more I'd realize that that green check mark doesn't always mean you're going to fire this game up and it's not going to be playable. Just saying. I mean, a lot a lot of stuff I've fired up is actually instantly playable. Uh, it, it wasn't until yesterday or the day before that I even need, needed to pull up any type of outside Config. input configuration. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Only yeah. just yesterday or the day before. Uh, other than that, I was launch- like HROT, for example. HROT. Mm-hmm. That shit's ready to go. It's in a low resolution, which I kind of loved because it looked like um, it looked like Chasm or something, mm-hmm. you know, like like old PC Quake, you know. Uh, so all I had to do was adjust the resolution, and it was blown away by how great it looked, and then it was yeah. just playing like it like you would expect. So yeah. some shit, some shit is ready. You don't don't do what I did the first day and just focus on games on deck. Whatever mm-hmm. games you love and whatever games you want to try on this thing, download them and try them. I agree Straight with up. that. Yeah, I definitely agree with uh, that. And Tyler's mentioned the, <clears throat> excuse me, the community input, uh, the configurations for the inputs. Yeah. Go, go through. You can look and see how many hours people have played with them. That's a telltale sign. Uh, some of these have hundreds, thousands of hours of playtime on them. You can imagine that uh, that wouldn't be the case if they weren't very comfortable to play yeah. with. Yeah, and uh, not every game needs it, but and it's different for different people, right? Like, you're used to the Loop Hero on Switch, so you'll probably look for something that's like that. I never played it on Switch at all, so I I found something that worked completely differently. Uh, I'm, I, th- I think the Steam Deck, I haven't gotten into Loop Hero with it yet just because I wanted to play things I hadn't had mm-hmm. handheld. Mm-hmm. Uh, but Loop Hero is one of my favorite games, and it's always in the talks. So that'll be the next thing I probably play on my Steam Deck. Uh, I could see this being my preferred device for it, just because I prefer the PC, but I like it on Switch. If there was a middle ground, that seems to be the Steam Deck. Have you found any games that you launched and really had a difficult time playing? Absolutely. 
uh, I went ahead and tried to launch Vomitorium, which I told you was when on my desktop, whenever I would launch it, it would just fire up Doom 2. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, I, you know, I understand there's probably some type of file swap or something I can do. I didn't feel like doing it. I just was like, this is hilarious. I got the game on sale so cheap. I mean, it, you know, and uh, heard, it, heard it was very good and then just fires up Doom 2. So I was like, I wonder if it'll fire up Doom 2 on the Steam Deck. So I fired it up. And what do you know? I get the game. I get the intro. I'm in. Uh, but I can't do anything. Except with the touch screen. And when I touch the touch screen, it bugs the fuck out. Oh. It's freaking out everywhere when I touch it. Interesting. So I, I go into some uh, configurations. Found one. Like I said, I look for the ones that are like perfect on Steam Deck or whatever. I'll try those first. Mm-hmm. Pick that and suddenly I'm able to aim, but I can't do fuck else. Uh, you know, that's it. So uh, did some trying and, you know. Different couple different things. Yeah. Couldn't couldn't move from where I stood. I could look around. Game looked fantastic, but I couldn't move from the starting point. I think in some games like that, you have to get the community config and program something in the game setting itself. Like I, I that I feel like that's what I've run into. I don't think that every game is even gonna be no. able to make perfect sadly at, I, at this point. I tried beamng.drive on oh. Steam Deck and it doesn't it doesn't really work like you'd want. I I do feel if I put some time into mapping everything that I want, it will work, but it it's going to take a lot. It's going to take a community config. It's probably going to take me building my own config cuz I tried community configs. I think it's one of those situations where I'm going to have to program it in the Steam Deck settings alongside stuff in the game itself because there's just so many different controls in that game it's a simulator style game you know so it's simulating every aspect of a vehicle the beauty of it tyler is that you can set up that configuration and you can upload it and i can use it on the community yep Yep. Uh, that's exactly. a really, really cool thing that yep. I like about. Definitely. And, uh, we were talking about that earlier. I, I had to use uh, Arrivals of Aether config for my, sw- my pro controller a while back. Mm-hmm. And it was called Wave Dash or something like that. And it just, w- in an instant, it just made the, the control switch controls. Yeah. Felt like I was on the switch, bottom line. Uh, and that's what you love, man. I mean, just, there's no... You don't have to sacrifice anything. Yeah. They might not, the games might not be there yet. They might not be compatible enough yet, whatever, you know. Uh, but the fact that you actually can finesse them into being playable. Or it's just like a just, PC, right? Yeah, absolutely. You can make anything just, run on a PC if you try hard enough. And I feel like the Steam Deck is pretty much the same way. Yep. And, and that's what I was saying to you earlier, how the device constantly reminds you that it, it is a computer. It is for better or worse. Right. Because some it things are, are this, finicky. It refers to itself as this computer mm-hmm. and it's a computer. And it's that's a computer. hundred percent. It. It's not a console. Yep. And it's something <clears throat> that's hard uh, for people to wrap their heads around. Like I said, I pulled this thing out in front of somebody recently and they said, is that a DS? Uh, that's, it's, that's, that's totally not it's even much more than a ds though that's the thing about it is what yeah. i'm saying it it's more than meets the eye with this this is not a nintendo switch yeah uh, it's not a switch killer by any means it's totally different it's a totally different thing and i think it's best suited for people like you and i who have 
Steam libraries, do a lot yep. of PC gaming, do a lot of shit on the PC, really. I mean, if you're a heavy user of a PC and you love video games and happen to have a Steam account with some games on it, this device is definitely for you. I agree. <clears throat> uh, and I I wouldn't I wouldn't think it to be crazy to start PC gaming on this thing. Not at all. Uh, we're talking about a different generation, perhaps. It's or most maybe, of what you want, right? Yeah, but I could see an older person that was like, maybe like, oh, I, I kind of want to play these games on the computer everybody plays, but I just don't know where to begin. Yeah, not you everybody wants to build their own custom gaming PC, which most people think you have to yeah. do to do PC gaming. It's just crazy to have uh, this dream device where you could almost put everything on max settings and just have just a blast. About, yeah. More than passable on everything. That's it's pretty the, crazy. I didn't find a single game where it didn't look good. And not everything automatically defaults to ultra. I found that some things, for whatever reason, defaulted to the lowest settings. But you mm -hmm. can always change them. And I never had any performance issues. Yeah. Uh, I didn't see my, you know, I, we grew up with a lower frame rate and everything. But we play modern games. Yeah. Uh, I leave the FPS little readout on, on the top left of my screen always. Absolutely. Uh, this thing seems to be pretty good with with that, though. I haven't seen any, like, skippage of any sort or no. any lag. I've only uh, had games crash a couple times, and I felt like it was because of the game, not because of the deck. Haven't had a game crash. Skyrim crashes on, you know, what, on anything you play it on. I don't I don't play Skyrim actively, but you know I downloaded it. It's that was one I wanted to try. It's it, it looks see, great on there. The beauty of the Steam Deck is that it's going to make me play things that I wouldn't have just launched on the PC. Definitely on the you know on the the usual Absolutely. desktop. Things like Skyrim, I'm actually wanting to get on there and try it out. Absolutely. Uh, I know you might not you might not be the biggest fan of this because I know you quit the stuff, but uh, I kind of want to fire up old school RuneScape for the f for shits and gigs. No man, it, uh, I've 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 booted it up on there just to see how it plays, and it, it runs like you plays want. like on a uh, on a phone. Um, <laughs> just, just a big nice phone. Different. It's it's like from someone who's played a lot on the phone and on the computer. It, it's definitely not exactly the same, but it is nice because. There is, you can map macros very easily. So if you wanted to do that kind of thing, you definitely can. Um, they've gotten a lot more relaxed with that type of stuff anyway, as of late, because they banned they they banned the use of all the cheat clients. So now they have to let people kind of do a little bit more on the regular clients. So mm -hmm. be that as it may, I, I definitely feel like if you're doing skilling or something. Um, it'll, it's definitely what you want. If you were doing combat, I, I probably wouldn't do anything super dangerous on the deck because it, it takes some getting used to the kind of controls and everything. Yeah, man, I feel that, uh, so many things I want to try on it and then just, I'm looking forward to talking about them on the top five. Some of the things we've enjoyed yeah. a lot. Uh, we'll, but, we'll be talking about the steam deck more, but overall, oh man, review overwhelmingly positive to use steam's terminology for their reviews overwhelmingly positive and that's recent and overall yeah exactly uh, <laughs> i mean like this is it's life-changing really i mean it's just like you don't it's have a whole to, new the, thing it's a whole new category there was, the, there was this compromise before right 100 percent. i'm going here 
So I'll bring my switch or something. Mm-hmm. I mean, a lot, of, a lot of times, you know, we're working or we're home, but just instances come up. Like I said, you might be passenger on a little bit of a drive or something. For me, I uh, love to just sit on the couch and watch TV with my wife. And, and I, I, in those cases, would always either play my 3DS or my Switch. So now the Steam Deck is, is a perfect throw in for that type of situation. Absolutely. I mean, like a game changing. Usually it's like, Oh, you know, we're going to go upstairs and chill. I, you know, and if we're not playing something together, I'm going to be playing. I, that's an automatic. I'm playing the switch. Mm-hmm. Now it's an automatic. I'm playing whatever the fuck I want yep. because I have the steam deck in bed. I that's mean, it's right. like, it's, it's amazing. a great thing. It's everything we thought it was going to be, man. I, and, and I still, I feel good about our choice on the model. Yeah, keeping it cozy in the middle, the two fifty six. Yep. It's a good amount of storage, especially for for people like me who like a bulk of what they play is like the retro I bought, shooters. I bought and, like a one terabyte, I think, SD card as well. Um, it was either five twelve or one terabyte, whatever I sent you. But oh, uh, stay tuned. Uh, stay tuned in gaming and pickups for things that I get for the Steam Deck. Mm-hmm. That's for sure. I got Definitely. quite a few items on the list <clears throat> that I want to. Uh, that I want to get for it and enhance it with well, basic stuff too. I still don't have a screen protector. We got more steam deck to talk about. So I think we can put a bow on the review here. If you didn't have any more thoughts. No, I didn't. All right. Well, let's get into the top 10 games on steam deck so far. Now let's do it. This is very specific to us. Our interests, you're going to hear a lot of games that we've talked about already today and a lot of games that we talk about commonly, but these are our recommendations. Most of these games are pretty inexpensive, too, looking at this list. I would say this is a great starting list if you have a Steam Deck, but you maybe don't have a Steam library. These are some games that we would probably recommend across a lot of different genres for for people. And like I said, for the most part, these are all relatively inexpensive accidentally i would say almost every game on this list can be had for less than 30 bucks um except for one but even that goes on sale very often yep and a lot of this is not the newest of games very little that's of what it I, actually that's is, what i like about new. it yeah um, like i said uh th- i said it to you earlier this is not about performance uh or or like what pushes the steam the deck envelope. to its limits yeah this is just kind of like what we've launched that touched us right cozy stuff yeah the staples uh, i would say things that could sta- be a staple of just about anybody's library absolutely so l- let's let's get it started sterling why don't you start with your first one I think I want to start. I'm, I was in like a no particular order. Same. Mind, mindset Same. for this. Yeah, but I, I kind of want to start with the first game I launched on the Steam Deck. Uh, and I believe it was right where I sat, where I was setting it up and mm-hmm. uh, just was like, where do I go? Where do I start? And I started with Ultra Kill. Yep. Uh, reason being, we covered it recently. New Blood, you know, they had a recent presentation showing some of the new shit that comes out. I'm a very... A uh, big follower of New Blood, uh, what they put out, the retro shooters, Dusk, and just everything they do, I'm a huge fan of. They got a really cool shooter coming out called Gloomwood, amongst many others uh, that I'm highly interested in. <clears throat> but the first game I, I fired up was Ultra Kill. I remember seeing uh, they were kind of flexing that it was Steam Deck verified and showed some Steam Deck gameplay. So I just had high expectation out the gate that it was going to perform very well. So I fired it up, man. I had a great fucking time. I mean, I played through like four or five 
levels before I actually got off. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then went back to it later that day and played it some more. Nice. Thought it was fantastic. That's a good pick, man. Yep. This game's still in early access, I believe, but you can get in on $19.99. You can get in on it. Nice so. to see early access and great on deck together. That's a that's a that's a great combination. Definitely. I'm so shocked that uh Ultra Kill got this treatment before Dusk. Not complaining, but you would think Dusk would have been like a day one no-brainer. Gotta get it deck verified. My number one on the list is a game that we have already talked about today, and that's Tome. I think for the price, this game is so charming and so just enjoyable. It, it, anybody can pick it up and enjoy it. Like, it doesn't really matter what type of game you're into. You'll be able to play this and have a good time. And I think that's that's kind of the definition of a staple. So that's my pick. For all the reasons I called out earlier in the episode, it's just beautiful. It looks great. It sounds great. It plays great on the deck. The photography aspect is very, very relaxing and charming. Makes you feel very similar to something like a Pokemon Snap, but it's a it's more of an open world game where Pokemon Snap's an on rails situation. Yeah, if you if you like Pokemon Snap and you like like walk around RPGs, this is it. it, it this is it. Uh, now you said that was your number one. Do we? Say that's my first. 10? No, no, that's we're in no particular order. This is just my first one that I wanted to mention. Okay. Uh, Next up on the list, coming from my side of the of the court, is for a basic reason. It's rot. And that's just because of what I said. It, I fired it up, uh, just changed the resolution, and I was off and going. I didn't have to go into any configuration, anything like that. Just immediately was comfortably playing mm-hmm. the game. And uh, just the, the... You don't get to have that experience with every game where you're like, holy shit, I can't believe I'm playing this in handheld. Yeah. But something like Hrot that's so niche and it's early access... It blows you and away. And it, Yeah, it's not from a huge developer. It's it's so underground. Yep. But th- I would have... I, I almost launched it as a gag just to see what would happen. Mm-hmm. But I'm playing it. I didn't go to configurations or nothing, man. I was just so shocked. And and I got that feeling that the Switch gave us for certain shit. Mm-hmm. Or even or even the 3DS, you know what I mean? Where we're like, I can't believe I'm playing this shit handheld. It's kind of like that Smash 3DS. Like, I can't believe that oh, yeah. I have Smash on DS. You know? Funny, it, funny that you mentioned that. Yeah. <laughs> definitely funny, because you're definitely going to have something to say shortly. Uh, yeah. That is of comedic value. Yeah. But yeah, uh, man, Harat, it, it's kind of a novelty pick, but at the same time, it's not really fully novelty. It's, I mean, it's playable and it's uh, something I'm very fond of having access to on the go. Yep. Uh, reason I said that, uh, I'll go ahead and, and bring this next game up. Um, it's a game that you've played more than me substantially, but I have played more than you on Steam Deck, so at least I mm-hmm. have that. Um, Rivals you of might- Aether... This game, it, it, it feels like it was made for the deck. And it's funny because it doesn't even have a, a check mark. It's a, it's a, you know, so it's a yellow eye. Yellow question mark. Yellow yep. question mark kind of, you know, partial compatibility. But I don't know why, because, it, it, you know, when you go to the page, it'll tell you why. But on this one, I don't think it gives any specifics, but um, it's... It runs perfectly in my in my experience. Uh, some of that is like it, it, if you have to pull up the on screen keyboard, it'll give you that that yellow symbol 
Right. So I feel like that is where we see it a lot of times because they don't want you to have to pull up the on-screen keyboard on your own. Um, yeah. And so I think that is so minimal because it's so from, like easy to do that it doesn't invalidate a great on deck situation to me like it's they seem to imply you know what i mean yeah <clears throat> there's a game i don't want to mention because it's on the list but i mean uh, i remember getting into it i had to use the touch screen to get into it but once i was in it was playing fantastically exactly. so yeah rivals of either the the reason i laughed earlier is because the config that i use is called just play smash, smash 3ds. 3ds yeah <laughs> which, <laughs> which is, is, is it's really funny, but Rivals is like one of my favorite games. So at the same time, don't just play Smash 3DS, play Rivals. Well, and, and it's it's tongue in cheek, right? Because obviously you're playing the game. But Absolutely. It, I, I think it's very funny and I think it's very tasteful. But I just wanted that to be known. That, oh, yeah. Uh, no, this Rivals is, is that shit. I was looking, I was indecisive about what control scheme and I saw that in the community configs and it, it put me at ease, you know, we'll yeah. put it that way. I'm going to go find that wave dash when I use on my pro controller and put that. It might, in. it might automatically go to it. Well, you said no, cause you launched it up no, earlier. I didn't. Yeah. And uh, some of the inputs were, were different. They were more Xbox than switch. Gotcha. And I would um, always do uh, on big picture mode. I always switch it to the Nintendo configuration. But that's my pick, man. Rivals of Aether. Great we game. Gotta play, we got to awesome. play some Rivals, bro. Smash-style fighting Zeta, game. Bro. I'm sure you'll mess me up, but I, I do I do enjoy it quite a lot. <laughs> I was playing with my little brother not too long ago, nice. and I was having a good time. You know, I, was I will say, him. I took it online. I went online and just played some friendlies mm -hmm. um, against randoms on Rivals on Wi-Fi to see how it did on the Steam Deck. No lag at all. Well, Rivals, I think they it's got a big following and a big fandom, but uh, I, I think it's pretty known for having pretty good, constantly updated net code and just having good connection. It, it felt with buttery smooth. They really didn't feel any different than playing against a CPU, honestly. Yeah, I, I haven't gone on while in a while, online in a while recently, but I'm I was able to, to queue into someone pretty quickly, so... Oh, I'm sure the game is pretty widely played. I wonder if it's cross uh, cross platform. I don't know, but I know that we saw a trailer for Rivals Two not too long ago. I'd love to Ooh. love to see when that comes out and get that on the deck because that'll be that'll be huge. You you know it's funny. I was thinking you could play uh, that multiverses game on the deck, which is like the scuffed, uh, you know, Warner Brothers Smash yeah. kind of. <laughs> I don't, uh, I don't really DC have an interest Smash. In, the, in those other kind of Smash clones that are no, IP based. I, I think that Smash and Rivals is like, my, that's my cozy place. That's the two I need, man. Yeah. But let's, let's hear your next one, man. The next one on my list is Art of Rally. Uh, it's a game that I, I picked up and was really into, and I kind of dropped it like it was hot, man. I mean, I just kind of didn't play it for a while. Uh, but when I was looking at the great on deck stuff, when I first got the Steam Deck, saw Art of Rally was great on deck. I was like, you know what? I'm going to fire this up. Mm -hmm. Not the most uh, graphically intensive game by any means, uh, but w the most aesthetically pleasing, probably, right, you know, car game I can think of. Sure. Um, and, I, and I found myself sitting there and playing it for so long and then, going, and then later on, sitting down a game again, going back to it and just running through these uh, these rally groups. And having a fantastic time, man. I mean, that that that's such a great game to have on the deck. I'm a, and I'm re, I'm reminded all over again how good the game is. And now I'm, I consider myself actively playing it at any given time. I feel like I'm interested in continuing my story progression and 
uh, doing these rallies. You know, it's just it, there's nothing groundbreaking about what it uses with the mm-hmm. Steam Deck, right? I mean, you're really just using your your same button shit, controls, your, yeah, yeah. You're accelerating and that's how it with is the right with trigger. Games. Yeah, but I I think it, a lot of it has to do with the hardware, right? I mean, the sticks are just so comfortable. Yes, uh, they're perfect. I mean, we didn't get into the the sticks in the review, but the the sticks on it are just. It's because Perfect. they they speak for themselves. Like, there's not too much to talk about. They just work. Yep. And another thing is iFixit. I wanted to bring that up, man. iFixit is really doing the most. And Valve having all these components available for purchase to where you can just buy replacement everything, official parts, man. Yeah, that's really it's nice. It's so cool that we have that type of support. You can, if you... Thumbstick shits out. Just order a new one, dude. I think I actually. I think my. I think my right stick has has some drift issues from day one. Actually, um, what? It's very rare, but if I, it's like it doesn't reset to the middle perfectly. Sometimes, if I flick it to the right, like it'll stay very slightly, like coerced to the right. Hmm. I didn't really bring that up because it's specific to me um, and it's yeah, it's not yeah. something that I notice all the time, but I can replicate it easily. So it's definitely something that it like is not intended that is happening. So that's odd. Well, yeah, I got a little off the rails with the with the joysticks, but that's okay. art of rally. Art of rally is the pick. Nice. Love man. the game. Great car game. Nice. Um, my next one is one that I've. If if we had to track how many lists, top five, top ten, we put a certain game on, this would be up there for me in terms of put it on the most lists. Uh, top five games we've put on top fives. That's a, that would be an interesting one for like a anniversary episode of some it's kind. A lot, lot to keep up with, yeah. Lot to keep. We'd have to go back, but man, we could do that. Um, but yeah, slay the spire. You know me, you know I love card games and roguelikes, and this is the one that started it all or, you know, brought it there in terms of combining those two genres. And it's it plays perfectly on the Steam Deck surprise. Like, you know, it's amazing if you use the touchscreen. It's amazing if you just use button controls. Like, you can play it however you want, but it... It feels like the game is one and one with the hardware because of just the nature of the game. And it's already been developed for switch and button controls so much that it you don't even like I don't even think it lets you lets you change the controls. That's the interesting part, Um, because there's no need. No shit. Like, I think I went looking for a community config and there wasn't any like I think they might have it like locked because it is already perfectly designed for button controls we were talking about <clears throat> the excitement behind like uh yeeting yeeting the cards on the touch screen on the switch now you could do it on the steam deck too man yep absolutely got another alternative and it's hard to call it an alternative when it's probably the for you especially i'm sure you put a lot more into your your steam side of it than the switch so i have a lot probably, of hours on on both but yeah probably happy to pick up your steam and uh, have it portable. I mean, achievements, we didn't really talk about it, but I'm, that definitely puts you in an achievement mindset because you're playing Big on the time. Steam Deck. Now, you, you're not used to having achievements on Switch, you know. Absolutely. 
Uh, but great pick, man, definitely. I'm going to be playing some uh, Slay the Spire on the deck as well. You it's a very, that. just like Loop Hero, just like we talked about Triangle Strategy, it's a perfect half attention, watch TV, you know, yep. or hanging out, everybody's doing some gaming of their own, whatever the case may be, like, it's perfect for that. And I still want to try that Downfall expansion I told you about, the fan-made expansion. Yeah, that kind of I have own. an interest in that as well. I'm still, I still have so much to do on the main game. I haven't gotten into any of the mod content yet, but there's a huge, a huge library of stuff out there. But there, the one you're talking about is so big that it's actually like being pushed by the devs and everything. Yeah, uh, I want to get into that because I assume it'd be pretty good if yeah. they're front-ending it on Steam. Totally. You know? Like, even when you launch the... I don't have that mod, and I've never downloaded it. But when I launch Slay the Spire on the Steam Deck, it says, play with mods or play, like, vanilla. Mm -hmm. That's my two options when I launch it. So that's how prevalent modding in that game is. That's awesome, dude. Uh, My next pick is going to be GTA V. I was so big on GTA 5 when it came out, as everybody was. I mean, like, there is no... I've never played it, really. There's only... I played it so much, I wore it out Mm -hmm. and haven't gone back. Now, this was one of my big curiosities whenever I first fired up the Steam Deck. I'm like, man, GTA 5 on this thing. I was thinking about GTA 5 and Doom Eternal. You know what to expect from Doom Eternal. Yeah, it's going to run great. It's going to run great. Uh but with GTA Five, I, th- I thought there might be a chance that it'd be finicky. It's not green, you know. Eternal's in the green. It's got the verification. GTA Five does not. It's the game I mentioned earlier where I kind of had the touch screen through the Rockstar launcher, and then okay. I'm in. But once I was in, though, Works controls perfectly. are fine, looking good, playing good. And let me tell you, GTA Five on the go in this format. That's that'll bring you back to GTA five. I have a very strong feeling I'm going to be playing through the story on this game again. Yeah, I don't even have it on um, on Steam at all. Oh, Really? Yeah, no. The only place I own that game is on PS4 and I think I gave away my PS3 copy. I had it on 360 and then I I moved like my shit. You can move you could move your account over. I moved it over to PC mm. after I got it on PC. So I was able to keep like my I was able to keep my online rank. I'll have to see. Can you my, keep your story progress? That's what I'm curious about. I didn't sign into the Rockstar Let Launcher. It it just started me from fresh story. But I'll tell you what, if I could get I'm kind of glad it started me on Fresh Story, though, because that made me want to play through the story again. On the I'm deck. like I'm like 75% through the story on my best yeah. playthrough, so that I would like to carry that progress over. I'm going to I'm gonna mess with that probably today, and I'll let you know. Definitely. For sure. Because that game goes on sale for like 8 bucks sometimes. So I, I, like, I'm yeah. not going to buy it full price, but I'll buy it. And that was what I mentioned, like sort of teased before we got into the list. All these games are really cheap except GTA V, but... Even that goes on sale so frequently that you can you can have it for less than twenty dollars pretty commonly these days. Definitely, the, the uh, takes up over a hundred gigs. I'm sure people Ooh. aren't surprised by that. Yeah, that's it's wild. Like it's like 112 gigs. Jeez Louise! Uh, I think the biggest game I have installed is probably Metal Gear Solid Five, which I haven't really played too much, but uh, it takes up like sixty gigs. Doom Eternal's like eighty nine gigs, mm-hmm. I think. Not surprising because um, GTA Five is basically two games in one. It has the whole yep. online game and the whole, you know, story mode and everything. 
The GTA Five handheld with uh, that's awesome, man. I didn't even PC think about GTA settings. like that. Shit, I, I can't. It's so funny to say, you know, playing five on it. I can't wait to launch four. Is four? I was. That was my next question. Is four on Steam? I'm sure it is. Absolutely. I have. I have all of the Grand Theft Auto games on Steam. I have everything prior to four. I have all the the PS2 the, era stuff. I, if if you don't have four and you ever see it on sale, I highly advise you get the. I, l- one. I enjoy. I mean, four is. I loved that game. I played. What I'm saying crap is, you get, get the end episodes from Liberty City. Okay. The the DLC for that game is so good. Awesome. Yeah, I never uh, played it. I, I I played a lot of GTA Four ahead of five. I did and, too. And uh, I played. I had the expansions. You know, like the the mm-hmm. version of the disc that had the. Uh, Ballad of Gay Tony, and then the the biker one. I forgot yeah, what it was called. I know what you're about. Uh, and those were very good. Nice. So I, I actually can't wait. I, I think GTA Four might be in the green on the Steam Deck. Great on deck. I might I think be wrong. So. I think I saw it on there. Yeah. Uh, but that game was a marvel for the time. So totally. I, I, I want to get on there and play that. I love. I love Four. Man, that was an awesome game. Four is so good, and I feel like it was talked so good about at the time, and then now people don't look back on it as fondly. But I feel like I always maintain that hype that Four was really good. I agree. It had a lot of what made like San Andreas, for example, good with a with a lot of the more modern features that we get in Five. They just polished the combat up. I mean, like mm-hmm. we had never seen. And basically transferred it over to f- to five, you know. Totally. Um, so the last one I have for mine is going to be Loop Hero. That's a game that we've talked about numerous times. I'm not going to go into it at length here. I think it's... you have one more game left. Do I? You do. Oh, I did skip one. Okay, second to last pick. Excuse me. Loop Hero. Loop Hero. Love, love this game. You put me onto it. Actually, you you I think you played the majority of your time with this game before I ever had played it. But now yep. it feels like a game that I have all like have played for years just because I have dove so deep into it in such a short amount of time. Uh, I gifted it to you too. That's right. I forgot about that. Well, that was a great gift because I have put a lot of time into it and the Steam Deck is a big reason for that. It it runs fantastic on there. And that's what we love to hear. Uh, man, I'll tell you what, I forgot to mention it. I'm still waiting on my special reserve for Loop Hero, but my Quake Deluxe is in the mail, bro. It's on the way, DHL. Oh, yes, excellent. That'll be big on gaming and pickups. For sure. Uh, but yeah, man, Loop Hero, we love it. Uh, the Steam Deck, we love it. This is a marriage made in heaven. Definitely. Uh, the last one I had, from my side of the list at least, was Left for Dead 2. It's the little Great things pick. in life. Classic. It's something you think about immediately when you think Steam Deck because it's, the it's, little it's things pure in life, Valve. Man. I mean... If what, I didn't what? see check marks on both those games in my library, I was going to be furious. Just, just the mere existence of Left for Dead 2 in a handheld format looking like it does, playing like it does. I don't know what what else to say about it. I mean, Those games Left 4 Dead, way Left ahead of Dead their is time. such a pick-up-and-play shooter. Yeah, Absolutely. Just, that's never going to change. And I, I feel like when I think about overtime, I put so much time into Left 4 Dead because I even played it on Xbox also. Mm-hmm. I remember playing it on Xbox quite a bit, PC back in the day. Uh, I think I've mentioned it before. It's such a great game to play in the early morning hours 
when the sun's not out yet and you're just kind of easing into dawn. Just, just play some Left 4 Dead, man. It's a great Absolutely. way to play the day in. Uh, but yeah, Left 4 Dead 2 on the Steam Deck, expect me to be playing that quite a bit because I fired some up yesterday and was having a blast. Great on the deck, man. Awesome. Yeah, I haven't whether, played it on the deck, they but it is, in, or not. it is in my library, I, and I think I have two installed, but I haven't I haven't booted it up yet. I think it only takes up like 12 gigs, too. Yeah, you love to see that. Um, let me shut this. I have some company walking in. Hang on one second. Just roll over here. It's okay, everybody. Might hear Lucy uh, going a little crazy here. Um, my very last one is going to be Rocket League. I'm I'm glad you reminded me that I glossed over this because this is you did. this is what we live for. Um, you know, this is a game that we've had available handheld via the Switch already, so it's not a new a new way to play, but it is better than ever in terms of handheld because. You have to launch it for yourself to believe how good it looks and sounds. Rocket League is a game that's very much about the audio, the music, like listening to what's around you, right? Hearing the cars to your left and your right in stereo makes a huge difference in playing. Um, And I find that it, it lives up to that ability where you you can the audio is so high fidelity on the Steam Deck that you don't have an issue just playing on the speakers and knowing what's left, what's right, what's forward, what's backwards. It's it's truly quite impressive. Absolutely, because <clears throat> that that's a game that would certainly showcase it as Rocket League. Yep, and the graphics are great. It, like obviously the the music sounds great. Just. And it's free to play. So if you're not on Rocket League and you have a Steam Deck, what are you doing? Hop I mean, on there, yeah, play some definitely. casual matches. I know it's intimidating to if you've never played the game before and you see people doing this crazy stuff. But to get decent enough to run and play casual 2v2, 3v3, doesn't take very long to get the hang of it. No. And I mean, it, you talked about being favorable to a controller. This is very controller user friendly. Big time. On the Steam Deck. But I feel like even if you're a mouse and keyboard purist, you will still get something out of it because you can Oh yeah. You can use the touchpad and you can map enough to where you get that keyboard feel. Definitely. It's a great pick. A great pick for the Steam Deck, great pick for the list. And that's uh, it, right? I think we need to get into a three shot. That's the ten. We do. Uh, I skipped it for gaming and pickups, but since we're talking about the eShop and the Nintendo Store and whatnot, I wanted to show you a couple things I got, Tyler. Let's do it. I got, first of all, a uh, Nintendo Switch Sports cooling towel. Oh, that's cool. I haven't opened it yet, but uh, these are with points, with the platinum points on the Nintendo Store. I need to go and take a look into those. Yeah, man. I told you about the... uh, there's a bunch of shit you can do on, on the websites for certain games and make a hundred points like that, bro. Like mm-hmm. you can go on right now and make a thousand points and get you one of these items and yeah. maybe have enough leftover points for another. Uh, and you pay $7 shipping. This one you're going to like a lot. A Mario Strikers Battle League drawstring bag. Also not open, but look at this, bro. Oh, dude, that's huge. That looks it's awesome. It's huge. And then on the other side... That's so much bigger than I was expecting. Characters wow. in action, bro. Oh, that looks sick. I need to get Isn't that. that awesome? 
Yeah, man. And I didn't take it out the tube yet, but we got this big, glorious, bravely default tube poster. Oh, nice. Which may or may not be in the background soon, but I want to get it framed. Uh, awesome. Being, man, there's some cool shit to get on the My Nintendo store, and all you got to yeah, do is pay I'm seven bucks for shipping. That. The only thing I had gotten really physical, I think, was the WarioWare pin set. Mm-hmm. Uh, but and the Mario man, posters and the 3D All Stars posters, we both got actually. Yeah, I have those. Those are, I'm actually hanging pictures this week for sure. Like we have wedding pictures printed, so I'm gonna have some more interesting stuff on my walls next time around. I have all three of the um, 3D All Stars posters like sitting right next to me, framed. I just haven't put them up. Yep, same. Uh, but yeah, man, uh, aside from the little show and tell special, we have a three shop as expected. Uh, the first thing I wanted to put on it, we're going to be mentioning a few games here, but the big note, Hyrule Warriors Age of Calamity. Interesting. Been a while since I played this, but it's never left the the rim of my mind. I love the game. I purchased the expansion pass. Uh, haven't played it since I purchased it, but it's never too late, right? Yep. It's on sale for $41.99, down from $59.99. So that's 30% off until August 7th. That's pretty good, man. $41.99, Breath of the Wild 2 got pushed forward. A lot of time to play some Age of Calamity and get a little more familiar with the universe of Breath of the Wild. So this is a a perfect sale. Uh, And you could also get the DLC bundle, $55.98. You get the expansion pass, game, everything cheaper than the list price of the game. So if you wanted to go all in, this is the time. Uh, Also till the the 7th. Super Mario Party, same exact sale. Till the 7th, $41.99, down from $59.99. Good deal. Thought it'd be a fantastic addition to the... To the list. I mean, when you start talking 40 bucks for a Mario Party game, now we're talking. Yep. Uh, Super Monkey Ball Banana Mania. A game that I should play much more of mm-hmm. on the Switch. Uh, I've played a good amount of it, but it's been a little while. We're proud owners of the, the early adopter yep. collector's edition. I, I went through that manual recently since the last podcast. It's a beautiful manual. Definitely. Man. Yeah. Uh, they really did the most with that booklet. Uh, but that is also on sale, uh, $25.99 down from $39.99. So 35% off. That's a steal, man. That's a lot of it, game for that price. Yeah, and you can get the digital deluxe edition uh, even cheaper, 40% off for $29.99. List price of the game digital, you can get the digital deluxe edition. Yep. Uh, other than that, I had a little, uh, a couple of little mentions just to kind of add a little bonus. The Nickelodeon All-Stars Brawl, I forgot how long that's on sale for, but it's on sale right now for $14.99. Yeah, I saw that. That's really funny. That's hilarious. Um, I have a feeling I know what the next one you're going to say is. I don't think it... No, it's nothing funny. That was just a hilarious one. Oh, was it GTA, though? Yeah. The GTA collection, not in my notes, I do remember, is $20 off. Has been on sale, like, constantly since it came out. For $20 off. Yep. You could easily cop that for like what thirty forty bucks right now. I think it's cheaper than that. I think it's like twenty four ninety nine. I don't think so. I think it's twenty twenty nine ninety nine because okay. it's twenty dollars okay, yeah. off. But yeah, yeah, well, yeah. Anyway, the I don't think it sold super well, Tyler. A lot of mixed reviews when it came out. I think heard it a lot. 
uh, Diablo 2 Resurrected was on sale. I didn't get the sale for it, but I just wanted to note that that was on sale. I think nice. it's like twenty twenty $22 or something right now. I'm interested in it. So, mm-hmm. uh, Awesome. Also, Collection of Saga. I always talk about the Final Fantasy Legend games. I was looking games. at that. All the, all the Saga mana games are on sale. Yep. Saw the Collection of Saga is on sale for thirteen ninety nine. Very, very tempting. Yeah, definitely. Uh, but that ends today, so better make a quick decision. I think that's the end of the podcast, though, Tyler, at least for this uh, cycle. Well, it's been a big one. We had a. This might be the longest one yet. Um, yeah, well, not the longest yet, but I'll tell you what, we haven't really almost touched the two-hour mark in a while. In a while, yeah. But if you have any questions, comments, concerns, or feedback, you can reach out to us at starroadpodcast at gmail.com. We also upload every podcast in full to YouTube, so make sure to like, comment, and subscribe our channel there. Uh, and I believe that brings us to the end. Sterling, do you have any closing thoughts? We love the Steam Deck. That's really the only closing thought I have. This has been a... An episode I've been looking forward to doing for a while. And Definitely. It had to be done under certain conditions, and those conditions were met. Yep. We, but we both own a scene deck, and uh, couldn't be happier about it, bro. Absolutely. Couldn't be happier to have been here today with you recording this. Yeah, and man. Ending this episode with you. So thank you, everybody, for listening. Tune in next time. TNS out. Peace. Peace.